Hello and welcome to another episode of The Change and Evolve Letter and thank you for joining me today. 74 genders. If it weren't so serious, it would be absolutely hilarious. So here I am again, just, well, taking a short break from my break. I'm not quite sure yet if I'm ready to write or podcast on a weekly basis again. So forgive me if I don't. And having said this, I do need to get something out of my system that is seriously bugging me. We have all heard of that gender madness in one way or another. And I believe we must begin to realize how far this has already gone. Or maybe I'm the only one who didn't realize it. But as I truly believe that knowledge bears power, I would like to share what has been bugging me with you today. And to make one thing absolutely and unmistakably clear, I know, and nobody will ever convince me otherwise, that there always have been and always will be two genders, male and female. We cannot change our sex as we cannot change our age, well, or by many are trying, our species or the color of our skin. We are defined by our chromosomes and as much as they try to convince us, a man cannot bear children. God gave women intuition and femininity. Used properly, the combination easily jumbles the brain of any man I've ever met. Farrah Fawcett. Because there's very little honor left in American life, there is a certain built-in tendency to destroy masculinity in American men. Norman Mailer. The media and especially our beloved pharmaceutical industry, which has nothing but our health and best interest at heart. And I do sincerely hope I need not hold up a sarcasm sign at this point. Are seriously trying to convince the people that there are now, and the list is growing daily, 74 genders available that you can choose from. A colorful little selection of absurdities. So besides male and female, they are trying to convince us that there are 72 other genders, which include the following, of course, in alphabetical order. So let's start with number one, agenda. It's not agenda, it's agenda. A person who does not, does not identify themselves with or experience any gender. Gen agender people are also called null gender, genderless, gender void, or neutral gender. A beam gender, associated with being profound, deep, and infinite. The term a beam gender may be used alone or in combination with other genders. Quite honestly, I'm flabbergasted. I don't even know what that's supposed to mean. A damas gender. A gender that is indefinable or indomitable. People identifying with this gender refuse to be categorized in any particular gender identity. The number four is aerogender, also called evase gender. This gender identity changes according to one's surroundings. 
I'm sorry, I, I'm really trying to be serious here, but it's it's getting more and more difficult as we go along. So number five, aesthetic gender, also called aesthetic gender. It is a type of gender identity derived from aesthetics. Affected gender. This is based on one person's mood swings or fluctuations. I'm sorry. Number seven. <clears throat> agenda fl agenda flux. I can't even pronounce these things. I'm sorry. A person with this gender identity is mostly agender with brief shifts of belonging to the under other gender types. Eight. Alexigenda. It's, it has nothing to do with the Amazon Alexis. It's the person, the person has a fluid gender identity between more than one type of gender, although they cannot name the genders they feel fluid in. <laughs> then the alias gender is number nine. This gender identity stands apart from existing social gender constructs. It means having a strong specific gender identity that is neither male nor female. <laughs> so what else could it be? Hmm. Okay, ten. A ma gender, having a gender identity that changes depending on the person one is emotionally attached to. 11. Ambigender, having two specific gender identities simultaneously without any fluidity or fluctuations. <laughs> Ambernec, the person identifies themselves as both man and woman and yet does not, not belong to either. 13. Amica gender, a gender-fluid identity where a person changes their gender depending on the friends they have. Androgen, a person feels a combination of feminine and masculine genders. Anesi gender, or an anesi an, an gender, whatever. The person feels close to a specific type of gender despite being more comfortable in closely identifying themselves with another gender. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I hope I get through all 72. And genital. The person desires to be without any primary sexual characteristics, although they do not identify themselves as genderless. Anogender. The gender identity fades in and out in intensity, but always comes back to the same gendered feeling. 18. Anon gender. The person has a gender identity but does not label it or would prefer to not have a label, which is giving them a label <laughs> because they're anon gender. It makes no sense. 19. Antigender. A protean gender that can be anything but is formless and motionless. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh. I don't know what a formless and motionless gender could possibly be. Okay, <clears throat> I'm so sorry. This is great. 20. Anexi gender. This gender identity has anxiety as its prominent correct characteristic. <laughs> oh, come on. You, you can't, this can't be serious. But really, it, it, is, it is serious. And that's the... the I, I, I'm, I'm almost speechless. Okay, let's continue with 21. Um, apogender. The person has an apathy or lack of feelings towards one's gender identity. <sighs> okay. Apconsugender. It means knowing that there are what are not the characteristics of gender, 
but not knowing what are its characteristics. Thus, a person hides its primary characteristics from the individual. <sighs> okay, 23. Asked agenda. The person has a bright and celestial gender identity. <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> okay. Oh, 24. And this is, I mean, this, I think this is definitely one of my favorite. Astral gender. Having a gender identity that feels to be related to space. <laughs> I mean, I'm a great fan of science fiction, but this is hideous. Oh. Then we have gender, having a gender identity that feels to be closely related to being autistic. Then we have autogender, having a gender experience that is deeply connected and personal to oneself. <clears throat> Axigender, a gender identity that is between the two extremes of agender and any other type of gender, and both agendas are experienced one at a time without any overlapping. The two genders are described as on the opposite end of an axis. <laughs> oh, I'm really having fun here. Oh, I know this is serious, but it is. It, it, come on, you can't take any of this serious. So we have 28. By gender. Having two gender identities at the same or different times. Biogender. Having a gender that is closely related to nature. Blur gender, also called gender fuss. Blur gender means having more than one gender identities that blur into each other so that no particular type of gender identity is clear. <laughs> 31. Boy flux. The person identifies themselves as male, but they experience varying degrees of male identity. This may range from feeling agender to completely male. <laughs> Burst gender, another great one. Frequent bursts of intense feelings quickly move to the initial calm stage. What the hell does that mean? Oh, another, another great one, 33. Kyle gender. <clears throat> this gender identity shares the qualities or aesthetics of outer space. Cast gender. It is associated with the feeling of considering the gender irrelevant or unimportant. 35. Cast flux. There is a fluctuating intensity of irrelevance towards gen toward gender. 36. Cavus ge gender. The person feels close to one gender when depressed and to another when not depressed. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, so when they're depressed, maybe they're, 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 they identify with space and when they're not, I don't know. I, okay. 37. Send gender. The gender identity changes from one gender to its opposite. Ceterogender. It is a non-binary gender where the person has a specific masculine, feminine, or neutral feelings. Ceterofluid. Although the person is a, is a ceterogender, their identity keeps fluctuating between different genders. Cisgender, being closely related to the gender assigned at birth during the entire life. So that's the new definition of male or female. So if you're cis, 
male, you're just a man, born as a man, lived as a man, died as a man, and cis female is the woman, born as a woman, lived as a woman, died as a woman, whatever. So we are in the alphabetical order, number 40, just so you know. 41, cloud gender. The person's gender cannot be comprehended or understood due to depersonalization and derealization disorder. Isn't that interesting? They're actually, actually saying it, that it is a disorder. 42. Call gender. Various genders are present at the same time in the individual. Color gender. In this category, colors are used to describe gender. For example, pink gender or black gender. But that's, wouldn't that be discriminatory again? That's racist. So, Ah, 44, comogender. The person knows that they are not cisgender, yet continues to identify as one for a while. Condigender. The person feels their gender only under specific circumstances. 46, delicia gender. Associated with the feeling of having multiple genders, but preferring one over the other. 47, demifluid. Having multiple genders, some fluid, while others are static. I don't even know what a fluid or static gender is. It's really, okay. <sighs> 48, demiflux, a combination of multiple genders with some genders static, whereas others fluctuating in intensity. Demigender, the individual has partial traits of one gender and the rest of the other gender. Domgender. The individual has multiple genders with one dominating over the rest. You used to call that multiple personalities. Oh, 52, ego gender. It is a personal type of gender identified by the individual alone. It is based on the person's experience within the self. 53, epicenter. It is an association with a strong feeling of not being able to relate to any of the two genders of the binary gender or both of the binary gender characteristics. Espigender. The individual relates to their gender identity with spirits. I really like that one. So 54 espigender relate, relates their gender identity with spirits. Is that alcohol or ghosts? I'm not quite sure about that one. The alcohol would explain a lot. Then we have 55 X gender. The denial to identify with any gender or the gender spectrum. 56. Existy gender. The person's gender identity exists only when they make conscious efforts to realize it. <laughs> 57. Femme fluid. The person is fluid or fluctuating regarding the feminine genders. Femme gender. A non-binary gender identity that is feminine. <laughs> then we have 59. Fluid flux. It sounds a bit like back to the future with a flux compensator. I think that's where it's probably from. But it means to be fluid between two or more genders with a fluctuation in the intensity of those genders. 60. Gemigender. 
The person has two genders that are opposite, yet they plug somewhere together. 61. Gender blank. It is closely related to a blank space. Well, that does explain a lot. I think a lot of these people are completely blank. Then we have 62. Gender flow. The gender identity is fluid between infinite feelings. Gender fluid is 63. The person does not consistently adhere to one fixed gender and may have many genders. 64. Gender fuzz. More than one gender is blurred together. Isn't that the same as gender fluid or gender flow? Okay, just, just me asking. 65. Gender flux. The gender fluctuates in intensity. 66. Gender puck. The person resists to fit in social societal norms concerning genders. 67. Gender queer. The individual blurs the preconceived boundaries of gender in relation to the gender binary or having just one gender type. Oh, and here's a great one. Gender witched. You might think it has something to do with the occult or with witches, but no. The person is inclined towards the notion of having one gender, but does not know which. <laughs> I think that's brilliant. Gender witch. Then we have girl flux on 69. The individual identifies themselves as a female, but with varying intensities of female identities. Then 70, we have the heel gender. A gender identity that gives the person peace, calm, and positivity. 71. Mirror gender. Brilliant one. Changing one's gender type based on the people surrounding. And then, of course, we have 72. We have omnigender. Having or experiencing all genders. Bah, must that person be busy? Just to get your head around that they don't even know what genders they have, because nobody can remember this. So, quite honestly, and I do see myself as fairly intelligent. I have absolutely no clue what most of the above even means. It sounds like total gobbledygook to me. And who the fuck can remember all of this nonsense, or even wants to? To me, they are hideous words creations with gibberish definitions attached to them to make them sound important and somehow legitimate. And all this does is confuse people and give insecure ch children and youths a way of feeling special or to bully them into something completely unnecessary and utterly absurd. It also gives attention-seeking parents, children and youths the opportunity to be in the limelight and have their brief moments with dire consequences. Before this whole gender madness began, all of this is something that would have been most likely diagnosed as Munchausen syndrome. Just so you know what that is, Munchausen syndrome, also known as factitious disorder or factitious disorder imposed on self, is a rare mental disorder where a person feigns or induces illness, injury, abuse or psychological trauma to draw attention, sympathy or reassurance to themselves. It is most often seen in young adults and is considered a type of self-harm. Munchausen syndrome, by proxy, is a form of child abuse where the caretaker of a child, most often a mother, either makes up fake symptoms 
or causes real symptoms to make it look like the child is sick. Diagnosing and treating Munchausen syndrome is difficult because of the person's dishonesty. People with Munchausen syndrome know they are causing their symptoms, but they may not understand why they behave this way or see their behavior as a problem. Well, apparently this disorder is not quite as rare as it used to be. The one main reason why this is being pushed, why, why children and adolescents are being groomed and convinced that there is something seriously wrong with them, that they should mutilate their bodies and that it is uncool to be just a boy or girl, it's very simple. It's always the same. Follow the money. Each and every one of these poor souls that fall into the trap of Big Pharma will have a lifelong dependency on medication starting them off with puberty blockers, then pumping them with hormones, and last but not least, the medication needed to treat all the side effects of these treatments. A true feast for this corrupt, disgusting, and misanthropic industry. Children and adolescents become cash cows for big pharma, not in the least caring about any collateral damage. And I really keep asking myself why our children and youths, as well as their parents, are so susceptible to this madness. And, well, two things came to mind pretty quickly, and I'm sure there's more. And firstly, I believe that nowadays so many are simply bored and have no purpose in life whatsoever. They have never experienced any form of adversity in their lives. They feel entitled and have the need to try and make their lives more interesting and give themselves a platform to be seen, heard and recognized. And as they are incapable of doing this with real and true achievements, they choose this new religion and try to force the entire world into their cult, no matter what cost to their physical and mental well-being. And secondly, and this is just a very personal hypothesis, and it, I can be completely off, but I was looking back over the years and how many children were developing, and I asked myself, do processed foods and the hormone cocktail we digest with our daily nutrition have something to do with the gender confusion in our children, as well as the constant world propaganda? Because I see more and more young boys, for example, with breasts that would make some girls quite envious. And these boys are not necessarily overweight. So I can only assume that this could be just one of the reasons for gender identity confusion. But much worse is the indoctrination of the gender cult that, in my personal opinion, has just gone too far. And if you take into consideration that 1% of the world population suffers from a gender dysphoria, and that this group, and I'm being very generous here, as I know that many of those in this group share my views, of 1% is seriously telling the other 99% that they have the right to dictate our way of thinking and behaving and doing everything to force us into accepting this cult. I am appalled and disgusted that children are being gaslighted and manipulated into believing that something's wrong with them. I'm appalled and disgusted that young children are being sexualized before they have shown any interest in sexuality. 
I'm appalled and disgusted that there are parents that allow their children to be mutilated and put in a situation where they need to be medicated for the rest of their lives. It is the duty of parents to protect their children from harm and ensure their safety and well-being. And this does not include mutilation and castration. I do, of course, realise that this is a part of the distraction scheme, the conspiracy realist in me breaking through again for the bigger agenda of the WEF and the WHO and all the others that want their new world order where we will have nothing but be happy in our 50-minute cities, or as I call it, a prison with occasional outside access. And the next thing that absolutely shocks and annoys me is the regression we are taking with all this gender madness. Women have fought for so many years for their rights. The whole thing is currently being taken completely at absurdum. With this policy we are currently experiencing, we're being catapulted back into the Middle Ages. Women are being deprived of their rights once again. How otherwise is it possible that a man who is still 100% physically a man, an intact man, how is it possible that he is allowed to invade the spaces of women, be it the toilets, changing rooms or gyms for women, and to expose themselves in front of women? And women are just supposed to accept all of this. Because if they don't, they're considered homophobic, transphobic, or whatever ever other phobic they can think of. And how can it be that women are left behind by men in sports because it is not prevented that these men, who have no success whatsoever to show in their own ranks among men, suddenly clear all the prizes, all the records and everything that is possible. And the women who have trained all their lives for it, worked, made sacrifices, no longer have a semblance of a chance. So everything is supposed to become freer and more just in our woke world. And that is to be done with more bans and harsher punishments. Discrimination, racism, and denunciation are thus dangerously fueled and promoted by politics and the media. This nonsense is categorically rejected by most people, and yet it is decided over their heads. Democracy has not existed for a long time. Here, an agenda is being pushed through at all costs to bring humanity under the absolute control of the elites. Even science as it is practiced today has little or nothing to do with science in the conventional sense. I can only say, use your voice where you can. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on for them to do the same. Ronald Reagan. And my song of the week is by the, ah, I love him, the brilliant Van Morrison, and it's his song, Stranded. And of course, the song has, as always, been added to the Spotify playlist where you can find each and every song from every change and of all letter ever published. And well, today as my poem of the week, it's it's actually um, 
by the amazing John Donahue, and it's an excerpt from The Blessing, The Loneliness One Dare Not Sound. You have traveled too fast over Ford's ground. Now your soul has come to take you back. Take refuge in your senses. Open up to all the small miracles you rush through. Become inclined to watch the way of rain when it falls slow and free. Imitate the habit of twilight, taking time to open the well of color that fostered the brightness of day. Draw alongside the silence of stone until its calmness can claim you. Be excessively gentle with yourself. And as an impression, um, I think I took this photo yesterday or the day before. It's the miracle of a real blue sky with real clouds and no ugly streaks in sight. A rare and beautiful sight, I believe. And of course, as always, I would so much love and appreciate re hearing from you and your view and your experiences with this topic. And what's left to do is to wish you a fabulous weekend wherever you are. Yours, Tanya. <laughs>